On today's Smart 7, BBC Star's identity revealed no end in sight to children's hospital saga and lots more. It's Thursday the 13th of July. It's International Rock Day and happy birthday, Patrick Stewart. Since Friday of last week, when The Sun published an article accusing a senior BBC presenter of soliciting sexually explicit photos from a teenager, the question on everyone's lips has been, who is it? Well, at 6pm on Wednesday, the UK found out from the opening lines of the BBC's own news. Well, in the last few minutes, the BBC presenter has been named as Hugh Edwards, the man who has been accused of paying a teenager for explicit photos. Those who didn't know were shocked. Those who did know were surprised to find out that it was Hugh's wife, Vicky Flint, who released a statement identifying him and pleading for privacy as it emerged he has been hospitalised with mental health issues. Around the same time, the Met Police announced that they had interviewed the key players and found no evidence of criminality. The Sun newspaper clearly have questions to answer, but we'll have to wait some time to hear Hugh's side of the story as his wife's statement makes clear. Hugh is suffering from serious mental health issues. The events of the last few days have greatly worsened matters. He has suffered another serious episode and is now receiving inpatient hospital care where he'll stay for the foreseeable future. The NATO summit wrapped up in Vilnius on Wednesday night with lots of smiling photos and happy faces at the press conference, but not everyone was delighted. Ukrainian President Zelensky wasn't pleased that there's still no timeline agreed for Ukraine to join NATO, but he backed down from his disrespectful comments on Tuesday night. He's still going to be checking the post every day until the invite arrives, though. With concrete success, we can state that the results of the summit are good, but if there was an invitation to NATO, they would be ideal. There's also some grumbling about Ukraine's lack of thank you notes from the UK's Defence Secretary Ben Wallace, who suggested Ukraine is treating its allies a bit like an Amazon warehouse for armaments. That tone was echoed by the US National Secretary Advisor Jake Sullivan, who said the US people do deserve a degree of gratitude. UK PM Rishi Sunak was doing his best to smooth things on behalf of his buddy Zelensky. People across Ukraine are also fighting for their lives and freedom every single day. So I completely understand Vladimir's desire to do everything he can to protect his people and to stop NATO Secretary-General Jens Stolenberg stayed on script saying that whatever about the timing, it's not going to be a decision made by Russia. Ukraine, of course, has the right to choose its own path and what kind of security arrangements it wants to be part of. And therefore, we can never allow that Moscow starts to decide who can or who cannot be a member of a NATO. There was no good news on Wednesday about the long-awaited National Children's Hospital. The original deadline to complete the project was August 2022, but almost 12 months later, there's still no sign of works being completed or the hospital handed over. The development board of the hospital attended an Oireachtas committee hearing on Wednesday to explain, and David Gunning says a lot of the problems are beyond the board's control. Based on BAM's commitments, 3,000 rooms should have been completed by now. To date, 27 rooms have been deemed complete. Furthermore, upon inspection, these 27 rooms presented a large number of snags. The builder Baum issued a statement to the committee saying it's not responsible for the hospital design and rejecting any suggestion of underperformance or under-resourcing on the project. They also say 90% of the work is being completed and aimed to be finished by May 2024, in that all Thishuk Leavragkar was under pressure on the cost, which may well exceed €2 billion. We can't say how much more it's going to cost at this stage because we're disputing 
the multiple claims for more money that have been made uh, by the contractor. But it is clear that it's going to be significantly in excess of 1.433 million. I don't know the amount of the request, Deputy. Orti, we're back in front of the Oireachtas Media Committee again on Wednesday, but for once it wasn't about Ryan Tuberty or barter accounts. Instead, the committee were investigating the GAA Go streaming service, jointly owned by RTE and the GAA. The service has been plagued by complaints, particularly when high-profile games require a subscription to view them. But RTE says without another terrestrial TV partner, since Sky pulled out of GAA coverage, they don't have much choice. RTE Group Head of Sport, Declan McBennett, says that GAA Go and watching sport online is just a fact of life in the modern era. In the age in which we live, it is neither realistic nor feasible that all sport can or will be free to air. The growth of OTT services or streaming is a reality in global sport. Ireland, however small, cannot escape this reality and COVID changed the landscape with regard to streaming. Still to come in the Smart 7, heartbreak for a crowd favourite in Wimbledon and Zane talks one direction. Right after this. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Wednesdays. Oh, the quarterfinals wrap up at Wimbledon with plenty of drama. World number three, Daniel Medvedev was facing American sensation, the unseeded Chris Eubanks in his quarterfinal and was facing defeat until he somehow turned it around and managed to close out a five-set victory. On the women's side, Belarusian Ariana Sabalenka bounced back from last year's ban to beat Madison Keys to secure her semi-final place. And Aljabor got revenge for last year's final as she knocked out last year's champion Elena Rybakina. To be honest with you, I just uh, kept going, you know. I uh, I said I'm going for my shots because if you uh, try to play like easy with her, it's not going to work. So I tried to hit every shot and uh, show that I'm here on the court. It's not easy always playing her, but uh, I wish we can exchange this match uh, from finals last year. <laughs> Post One Direction success stakes, it's pretty clear who the winners are. Harry and Niall, right? For Liam, Louis and Zayn, things haven't exactly been at galactic superstar level. Zayn has popped up on the Call Her Daddy podcast to share some thoughts. He opened up about co-parenting with his ex Gigi Hadid and he explained why he was the first to split from the group. It sounds like the plan was to be the Robbie Williams and he's turned out to be a bit more like Howard. There was a lot of politics going on. Certain people were doing certain things, certain people didn't want to sign contracts. So I knew something was happening. So I just got ahead of the curve. If I'm being honest with you, I was like, I'm just going to get out of here. I think this is done. And I completely selfishly wanted to be the first person to go and make my own record. (laughs) 
Different people find different things relaxing. It's just a fact of life. If you find watching Nicolas Cage kill quite a lot of people, then you're in luck. There's a brand new action comedy called The Retirement Plan on the way to your local cinema. Nick Cage plays an estranged father retired to the Cayman Islands whose daughter seeks him out when she needs help. But, and this may shock you, things are not quite what they seem. Welcome to the island. Boom, kills him. I just got out of here with my life. Did you shoot me? Yeah, I guarantee you there's more men that are already coming. And they will not stop until we are all dead. The old guy, he keeps killing everybody. Everybody. You've been listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit the follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.